Bailey Midkiff, WIC. Excellent. Thank you for joining us here today. Finally, after a little bit of digital tag, we got caught up here because whenever these events, you know, I'm a single dad and I, I raised my kid and he's got basketball games and he was sick throwing up and, you know, just all kind. Is, is there any more pity that you can put on me today? You know, I just... I wasn't able to make the conference out in Denver. I wanted to go to uh, DUG Doug this year, but uh, Bailey Midkiff went, and he's kind of a expert out there in the Rocky Mountain region. He understands the industry, but he understands politics as well because he's born and bred from his dad, who's a county county commissioner, right, your dad is? That's correct. Yep, Nyberg County. Nyberg County. So you've got it in the blood and everything. But uh, talk to me about the conference. How was it? Uh, you, did you go for the full time or one day, two days? How many days you spend out there? I went for the full time. And uh, I tell you what, Jason, there was a lot of people that came out right away just for the, uh, the initial social hour. So they kind of had it broke down to where it was registration from 11 to pretty much 5 o'clock that full first day, you know, set up people meet each other get everything prepped mm -hmm. and then uh, they had a social hour from five to seven and actually uh there's a great group of individuals bradsby group and they uh do a lot of uh external you know third-party hiring for people and they did uh, a get together they called it an oil and gas industry happy hour which most people go with that automatic name right nothing too unique from three to five and that got a lot of people, too. I'm, it was really amazing to see actually how many people came out from out of state, surprisingly enough. Uh, when you go to these conferences, they're usually really busy and effective, but they're more local, right? I would say 300-mile radius to, you know, lock down a territory of people that show up. That was the one thing. Sorry to interrupt, but that was the one thing I wanted to ask you, and I'm glad you brought that up, was that if – I wanted to get out to this one especially because um, when when you start hearing about things happening in different states and if you're doing business out there, most business owners and most entrepreneurs want a firsthand view. I mean, the whole reason I'm doing what I'm doing today is because I embedded myself out in the Bakken oil field. I didn't try to, to do what I'm doing um, not living and working day to day in, in the, in, you know, the Williston basin. No, I went out there and I slept in my vehicle and did everything else like that. So I would imagine that would have been the case this year where a lot of people wondering what the heck is going on in Colorado would probably have gone out there to see with their own eyes, if that makes sense. Was there, was there that people just seeing, okay, what is going on out here? There was. I, I, and I actually had lunch with two individuals that were they're really high up with the company, and I won't say the company name, but they're out of Oklahoma City. And surprisingly enough, they came because their company just bought assets in Laramie County, and they didn't know anything about it. I mean, and they were involved with the purchase aspect of this, but to the point that the Powder River Basin and everything you know closely related to that is getting a lot of uh, eyes on it, and people are getting really active. I mean, apparently to the point that companies are seeing that the value of the low cost in return is there, and they're purchasing and then figuring out later. It was pretty interesting to have a conversation on giving them a little intel because they didn't really know. It was more of a shoot-by-the-hip purchase and, okay, let's go find out. Let's go down there and see it. <laughs> What was uh, some of the other comments, some of the other vibe coming out of uh, the Rockies, Doug, D-U-G, if you will? Um, what, what was some of the comments coming out of there and the vibe? I think it would be broke down in two groups, how I felt. The first group, surprisingly enough, was not too uh, ex 
excited about Trump possibly being reelected because they felt they could get more traction in, in the oil and gas prices or anything else that affects the industry with somebody else, which I found really interesting for them to put them input on that and uh, how they see decline in their areas, but they're seeing a lot in the Powder River. And then the other half is it's going crazy. The Powder River is where it's at. You know, even these exhibitor conferences they had, how great it's coming what's coming up, you know, in the Rockies. I mean, they really didn't touch that much on the Balkans, surprisingly enough. I mean, everything has been the face of uh, the Powder River Basin in the Rockies, uh, not including the Balkan. I mean, they're looking at the next best thing is how I perceived it. So there's there's a half that says it's going really slow except for the Powder River, and the other half is it's going great. We're not seeing any issues. You know, people are spending money. So it was kind of weird. I think it just depends on where you stand. I, I need to make sure that I have my notes right here as I'm writing down um, as you're speaking. Um, two groups, and it, it actually was kind of three if you if you want to say the uh, Bakken-less group. But yeah. um, <laughs> the two groups, uh, the first one, did you say people who do not want to see Trump elected? Surprisingly enough, a short quote from an individual was, he feels that if Trump doesn't get elected and it's another one of these individuals that's on the docket with all their changes, it might cause a crazy spike in oil and gas prices. That's quote-unquote. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I mean, but I, everybody has their opinion. I, I didn't see that coming, you know. Usually I guess I don't understand I don't understand the logic behind that. I don't either, but... <laughs> I'm not That's saying I understand logic anyways. <laughs> I'm not saying that I understand the oil and gas market, but I mean, trust me, that prediction is just as good as any other one. I just, I, right. I, I don't agree with it, nor do I see the tea leaves or the signs like that. I, um, I, I'm surprised. Did he get lynched there? Did he get, uh, you know, rode out of town on a rail? I mean, I would think that would be a very unpopular comment at, at a, at a, uh, oil and gas conference. <laughs> At, at the table, there was a, a moment of silence, like maybe somebody was praying. It was kind of interesting. I think everybody was just trying to take in the comment and how to perceive it, right? Uh, unluckily enough, everybody there was educated and polite enough to just kind of, oh, well, okay, and respect his opinion. But I think we all just were kind of surprised. And obviously, I'm not giving full depth into it. And I, 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 I'm assuming the guy that said it probably listens to this, so I won't say who, but I was, I was surprised. Utterly shocked. Well, I'll tell you what, if the guy is listening, call, uh, shoot me an email, jason at thecrudelife.com. We'd love to have you on the program and talk about that. I just don't understand it. But if he's got some, you know, some good insight that could help the industry, I'm all for it because, you know, the industry is going to adapt accordingly. It's been through low prices, high prices, medium prices, just right prices. So it's, it's, it's going to adapt accordingly. It's just getting the information to read those tea leaves that I'm that I'm interested in. You know, I think Trump's going to win in a landslide. I, I don't think there's any Democrat that even comes close to posing uh, a, a realistic threat to to uh, beating him in the next election. Do you? No, I don't. I mean, I'm with you. Uh, obviously, uh, the proof's in the pudding. And when he is elected, it's all said and done. So I'm optimistic and I'm a realist, but uh, I. I don't see how he couldn't get reelected. I think the big, uh, I, I still think, and I've said this for the last five years, and I am not changed. I don't see anything that's going to make me change my mind. The single biggest threat to the energy industry is the environmentalists. Well, besides probably, but besides probably themselves. I mean, we're our biggest enemy oftentimes, the industry, you know. Um, that's true. 
Oh, it is. That's any, that's any industry. And, and now, that's why we're, we're so adamant on now is a time to unite. We need to figure out a way to work together. And if somebody is, you know, like last summer when I was, you know, kind of doing a little bit of a gut check for the industry, it wasn't to call people out. It's to say, hey, listen, let's get on the same page here. Let's not let's not point fingers and say, you know, you should have done this different and this better. No, that stuff's done. We need to figure out a way to get on the same page because, you know, last summer when I was speaking, it was only two presidential candidates wanting to ban the industry. Now it's like eight. And so we're 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 and growing. Well, and 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 the this, the part that I'm really having a hard time with is I really do love this industry because I, I love the, the capitalism, the entrepreneurism behind it. And I see this becoming almost like na- nationalized is almost what I see happening. But when I see us as an industry getting our butt kicked by a 16-year-old girl, come on, we got we can do better than that, can't we? Yeah, that should be a little bit of an eye-opener, right? I mean, I mean it really should. It should. It's a playing field too open maybe in a scheme of things. It is, and so that I think that that's probably a good gut check for us. Was anybody talking about that at, at the at the conference? The environmental side of this, or is that registered in? You know, we have California that has their own ban and restrictions. New York has a has a ban that looks like that might stay now. They, there's no sign that they're going to reverse the ban on natural gas or whatever they got going in New York, fracking and everything. Colorado is is looking like they're going to be the new poster child for the rest of the states. Is anybody talking about that there? So the conversations on the floor with individuals that attended or had booths was not. But I would say a lot of the keynote speakers brought up quite a bit of that. I mean, from I want to say his name is uh, Richard Mason with Heart Energy. And then there was, uh, oh, man, the really good Born in the Bakken one. Uh, Dick Finley, he brought that up, as well as Joe Dominic from uh, Anschutz. There was a lot of conversation about that, but surprisingly enough, just table talk, it really wasn't a discussion. And I think, truthfully, it's because we're scared of it and we are trying to fight it, but uh, we do need to talk about it. But I think it's getting beat up so much that it wasn't a conversation people wanted to have over a cup of coffee, strolling, strolling the booth. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard when you don't have the answers. You know, I mean, you, you, and that's it. And I mean, nobody really does, right? We all want to be ahead of the curve and find ways to counteract it and make sure we're doing the right thing. But I yeah, remember, I, I remember answer. once when I was in a, a relationship that d- didn't work out in my favor, but probably because I say things like this, which was one time I had to, had to sit down with her and I said, listen, there's a difference between venting and the next level. I said, venting is when you just kind of, occasionally you know complain about something when you're doing it every day with such passion you're just you're bitching you're now bitching and we got to do something about it because we can't live like that and so i i kind of feel like we're at that point now to where we we now is the time of action we can't be talking about this stuff anymore it's now time for action yet i don't think we quite know what that action is so there's a little bit of a I don't like a know. gray area. Yeah, there is a little bit of gray area. So, well, all right. Overall, how was the vibe? Are people optimistic? Are they a little bit concerned? Are they, oh, geez, I need to find a new job? What's the, uh, what was the overall kind of vibe for the outlook of 2020 at, at uh, Colorado? Uh, I'm sorry, Rockies, Doug. Optimistic, very optimistic. I mean, even to the crazy point, and this one surprised me, not that 
anybody can bring a booth, but uh, Cotton Logistics, I don't know if you've heard of them or not. They're a huge culinary company for like the Permian and closely related to that area for bringing out rig food and rig houses. And they had an amazing booth, probably the best booth I've seen that wasn't oil and gas related in a long time. It was immaculate. And they were spending that investment to come up here and get in the powder because they were fully comfortable in the current scenario of the industry. So, I mean, just with that being said, it was amazing how many new booths and new individuals came to get involved, get information, you know, and, uh, and learn. So I think it's very, very optimistic. It was more optimistic than I thought it would be. What are you guys looking for for next year? Give yourself a plug how you guys are making money out there. I know you're in the insulation business, so you do outside of oil and gas as well. But uh, uh, give yourself a little bit of a plug on how you guys make some money out there. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming on and giving us the update. We really want to chase the new smaller guys that are coming in to invest in the Powder River and help them get a great quality product to help them move forward to have amazing assets that I, they either maintain and keep for a long period of time or sell, as well as these larger projects, you know, get involved, not just to have our name out there, but to put our soft skills to the test on some of the best projects. 